Hello, everybody. Welcome back to another episode of the Young at Heart podcast. I am again your host, Eric Rose. Welcome to episode two. This is uh, episode two, the first Friday installment. This, this podcast, there could be some evolution here. Uh, we're early on in the in the days of this this podcast, but to start, I'd like to do. I'm going to do one Tuesday episode. Uh, episode one, check that out if you have not. Uh, I did a artist review on modern baseball. Talked a little bit about some new releases, Heart Attack Man, uh, and a Trash Boat single uh, cover of Given Up. Next week, planning on talking about Rise Against. Uh, just a little sneak peek there, and then uh, there's been a few new singles out. I'm going to cover those as well. So. A lot going on in the scene. You're going to start seeing some some late summer, early fall tours uh, coming out. So it's, it's, you've already seen a little bit with the, the larger ones that, that might come a few months out. But we'll keep seeing more. Uh, some new albums will be dropping as the summer goes along. And it's going to be a lot of fun. So, But for now, I'm going to do eh, more or less. We'll, we'll go with one weekly episode on Tuesdays where we'll just sort of kind of hash out the the news the, the the singles the album releases the tour announcements and then i'll do the the one artist review it's going to range between you know i'm doing rise against in the coming week uh, again just in modern baseball there'll be some it's going to be kind of all over the pop punk emo uh, rock to an extent category uh, we'll kind of get into to that again as the weeks go along, and th- th- again this thing is is definitely possible to change. So look out for some, you know. Let me know if you have any suggestions. But then then Fridays, I want to make more of a sort of long form, sort of just talking, uh, very unprepared. Tuesdays are gonna be very prepared episodes. More or less gonna have. I'm not gonna have a script, but I'm gonna have bullet points, and I'm gonna kind of run down them. Keep it brief. I'm gonna keep this brief. It's gonna, you know, still get it be another 20, 30 minute episode, but we'll get into some sort of overarching topic in the scene. Again, these could vary um, as the weeks go. So, any suggestions for anything at all, um, whether it's for the Friday topic episode or there's a certain artist you'd like to see an artist review of there's some singles coming out uh, just getting to get my attention if you want to let me know anything and I've, I say this I know a lot of people do it uh, if you want to send me your music whatever uh, all the same to me young at heart pod on Instagram at young at heart pod on Twitter though I might get rid of the Twitter not doing so hot there. I don't really like Twitter that much. I'm really not going to spend a lot of time on there. I should, I should do more, and I will, but it's, I just don't like it. And then youngatheartpod at gmail.com. For today's topic, I'm, I'm going to talk about negativity. And, and this is going to kind of keep me honest here. It's about battling negativity and of trying not to be a negative person. Yeah. The big thing with and, and you know, I watch some music review channels and I watch some stuff here and there and unfortunately negativity I don't want to say it sells but it 
it gets clicks. It, you know, people want, I guess you want your opinion, pe- people's opinions. If, if you had to ask me, what's your opinion? A lot of times people tend to state their opinion as though it is the only opinion out there. And, you know, I, I, I have much respect for the, the music people that are pretty forthright with, I don't like such and such band. I didn't like such and such album. Here's why, but hey, still support the band if that's what you like. Or hey, I'm just, you know, again, personal preference. Some people kind of state it as fact and then they, I don't say troll, but they, they, they kind of dig into it. I don't particularly like that. Uh, I, I think, hey, something's not for everybody. I get it. Some of my fair bands are not uh, plenty of other people's fair bands. As I mean, in the scene in general, I mean, let's let's be real here. A lot of the shows we're going to as emo pop punk kids are at small venues. Uh, the 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 rarities of the Panic at the Discos that again change their sound for sure, but that are able to to kind of battle that and turn into popular the Jonas Brothers, who are sort of able to. Take that boy band persona with truly good, like, pop punk, uh, pop music and become popular despite the fact that plenty of bands have done similar things, but they're not, uh, they just didn't have the same success. So, and of course, you know, the bands from, from way back when pop punk was popular, the Blink-182s and such... Say Newfound Glory, they're fairly sized, and they they're they're true legends in the pop punk community. But they never they saw minimal mainstream success, at least at this point. Even though they keep going and keep making, I'd say pretty good, pretty good music even till today. But anyway, where am I going with all of this? I just I, I try to avoid just avoiding negativity. This. This podcast is gonna it's gonna be about spreading good and I think the scene for the most part out of their fan base they the problem is with fan base there are very few and it might be an age thing and maybe I shouldn't be saying that but I feel like with an impressionable young fan base people go in kind of the extremes Either they, and I I try not to use this word much, but people use it all the time, and this is a safe place to use it, stan. People stan, which is insane that people use it in such a lackadaisical term, despite the fact that it pretty much means that you're like a stalker, that you're obsessed and kind of crazy about this thing. It's kind of creepy in a way, but I I get it's just like a fun thing to say. Uh, I'm a huge fan. I stan with Taylor Swift. I stan... And that's not with, I stand Taylor Swift or I stand Panic at Disco or whatever people do. I don't really care. But that's, people stand and they, they kind of overstress. And then if you don't like their artist, you're the, you're the wrong person. And then there's the, but then there's the opposite where, oh, I don't like so-and-so sound. I don't like the way they've done this and that. I don't like them. 
everyone who likes them sucks. Your music taste sucks. This is garbage music. Well, that's what you think. There's people who don't even think that this any of this music is good. Uh, and I personally don't like country music. But could I sit here and say country music sucks? I don't know. It's hard to say a genre sucks when they are literally people buy a pass to watch an unguaranteed country artist, group of country artists at an amphitheater. And they're like, you know what? I just love country music so much. I don't care uh, what country artist it is. I'm buying the, the 10 concert pass for the summer. Similar to Warped Tour. People, there were people, and I've done it myself, who bought the presale without knowing the lineup because they're like, well, when has Warped Tour disappointed me? Some in some years it might, um, but that's the risk people take because they think, well, I love this music so much, I can't even imagine it not being the best. For the most part, you're right. I say, I, th- I think pretty much every year, if you're into this scene, you'd, you'd enjoy Warp Tour. R.I.P. Kind of, not really. Uh, I don't even want to get into the three dates thing this year, but... I just think people need to spread more positivity. And I, I, you see a lot of bands, they spread the positive. A lot of them spread positivity, you know, But and they kind of have to. I mean, you take other bands with you on tour and, you know, the whole idea is to get them some exposure, right? I mean, you do want, you want an opening act because you don't want to go on, you know, really fresh. But I think the whole idea of bringing an opener is, hey, my fans, you might like this band and that band. And some bands do a better job of kind of finding those bands than others. Uh, and, and I think, in, I don't want to talk comedy, but in, in the same way that, you know, a lot of good comedians... They'll bring good acts with them on the road. Joe Rogan brings absolute killer comedians with him when he goes and does a tour. Some comedians, and I can't even really name them because I don't really know, but I know that it's it's definitely a thing. They'll bring a weaker act so that they seem better when they go up there. And I'm sure you get maybe some bands, maybe not in this scene, but I'm sure there's a band out there who said, I'm going to bring so-and-so because I know I'll steal the show. And that's it's a weird thought, and I, I hope that no one does that, but I, it probably happens somewhere. I don't think I've seen that, but for the most part, when you're bringing a, you know these bands out with you, that's great exposure. I mean, that's the best exposure for them. I mean, that's bands like Grayscale right now, who are opening on all these, who've just opened on like so many big tours over the last couple of years. They've got their, I don't say they've gotten huge, but they're getting. A following right right now and they're able they're they're encapsulating this following granted their merch game has been pretty hot they've been able to do that but they're they're encapsulating this following they're gonna they might pop big on on the next album because they've kind of done it right and they've when you open on all these tours that that's such good exposure but uh, so many of these bands are i see them you know they're sharing when someone so you know some other band and scene scene band comes out with a an album or a single or this or that or a tour gets announced and they're like this there's so much cross promotion and it's it's fantastic to see through the artists but I think I think the fans need help and I think but I think that's just I don't say people 
people or fans in general, right? Sports is is way worse than music. Because in sports, people are diehard for their team when their team is winning. And when their team is not winning, they'll throw them under the bus pretty quickly. And they think they can do this and that. And it's... It's, that's a whole nother thing and that's that's not me that's this is a, a music podcast but just kind of saying out there that's just an issue and it's just people it's, it's the keyboard warriors I, i've been using that phrase a lot lately but it's the keyboard warriors the people who will talk tough game because they're sitting there behind a computer and so, and you, they'll make videos of this album is trash and this band is trash and this and it. the other thing is people are so hard to please, so difficult to please online. And I, there's like this fine line that bands have to ride with their sound, where they can't they can't change their sound too much. They can't experiment too much, or they're Fall Out Boy or Panic at Disco, and they've sold out, and they're this and that, and perhaps I don't know. I mean, they're 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 finding mainstream success. If they're enjoying what they're doing, I don't I don't see the harm. Cause I don't think you should be doing something you don't want to do. If you're making music you don't want to be making, stop making that music and do something else. It goes with anything, really. If you're doing something you don't want to be doing to please other people. Don't stop. Do, you got to sit back, think, what do I want to do? And then do it. And if that's what they wanted, great, whatever. It, okay. But so bands will try to experiment with their sound and people get mad because, you know, they've gone off the deep end. They've sold out. Oh, now they're just doing this now. Now they're trying to be this band. And Okay. So then another band turns around and they kind of make they make similar they they're like I'm going to keep making good pop punk jams and they get a better sound they I would even argue they 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 almost do the same thing that other bands in this music scene do but when they do it it's not good enough and when they do it oh I'm not going to this and that and, and you know, I'll give you some examples I've seen people really shit on state champs because oh Living Proof is just uh, around the world and back again. And, uh, they're, not, they're not experimenting. They're not doing anything new. They're just same old crap. Real Friends puts out the same song every song. First, first off, with State Champs, Living Proof is a banger. Around the world and back, banger too. I think it's fine to be in your, I don't want to say stay in your lane, but stick to what you're good at and you're, what you enjoy. And they're enjoying doing these people thought state champs was going to become fallout boy and make pop music and they've just made really good pop punk instead so i don't see the problem i i love state champs i'll defend them forever um until they do something that makes me not want to defend them but you know i'll, I'll try to defend them for a, you know as long as i can and it, it's fine if okay you don't like that, that, all i'm hearing is you don't like state champs that's fine don't listen to it Leave it out. Just never talk about them again. I don't know why we have to talk about them if you don't like them. It doesn't make any sense to me. Real Friends. People who say Real Friends come out with the same song over and over again don't listen to Real Friends. Those are people who have never sat down and listened to a Real Friends record. Because their newest record, in my opinion, complete and utter banger. 
record before that, Home Inside My Head. It wasn't bad. I liked it still. I thought there were some good songs on it. There were some songs that they admit they're not their best effort. They kind of, I think they, their opinion, they they sort of rushed the making of the record and didn't put as much into it. And I, I love, I love a good amount of songs on that record. Is it's is it their strongest? Not necessarily. I think they and they they know that and they they say, they'll say that. But people keep saying all oh, all they talk about is bony knees and lost boys. Well, yeah, they have a a few songs. They do actually have a few songs that do mention this lost boy with bony knees. And that's yeah, okay, but it's not the every it, it's stuff that it kind of irks me. But again, I I actually love real friends and I I'll do a, an artist spotlight on them, certainly uh, down the line, possibly sooner rather than later, to be honest. Actually, probably fairly soon, since they don't really have a new record that's going to be coming out uh, anytime soon. Typically, I'm going to try to hold out, and if, a band, if I know a band's got a new record coming out, maybe I'll wait on their artist spotlight to see how their new record does and, evol- and how they've evolved f- from it, but... Again, people pick bands like Real Friends and State Champs and say, because they've had commercial, not even commercial success, because they've had success in the scene, if they don't change their sound dramatically, shoo shoo, you're, you're doing nothing, everything's too safe, and, and you throw you away. But then, you know, bands like All Time Low, Fall Out Boy, they changed, they, 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 did, they went the other way. Nope, too much. Too much change we don't like. So that's just something that frustrates me. But it's just that people look so much into it and care so much, and the, there's this fine line of, of pleasing people. But at the end of the day, it's all your preference, right? If a band starts making music you don't like, now that band has sold out, and okay, just don't listen. Seriously, do not listen to them. Then, and I, why do we have to talk about them again? It's I'm hosting an emo pop punk rock podcast where I'm going to talk about bands that I love and I like and music that I enjoy. I did you see? I didn't, I didn't tell you what the latest uh, hip hop song was and I don't mind hip hop music whatsoever, but it's not something I've listened to. And I've tried a little bit to get into hip hop, was able to get into some, but not, not others. I think at the end of the day, it's it's not my scene. I will probably like some. I could like some stuff. There's definitely some similarities, but I'm not going to go over the the latest hip hop releases because I don't know them. That's keyboard gangsters. He knows them. I'm I'm not again with. I'm not I I'm not I'm not I didn't go over the radio top twenty because I don't particularly listen to the radio. And I like some stuff on the radio. I like some pop music. Certainly liking pop music more and more as as time has gone on. I've I've really started to actually enjoy some pop music, which is great. I'm very excited about that. But that's not like my expertise, so I don't talk I didn't talk I'm talking about music that I'm enjoying that's coming out. I'm gonna talk about tours that I'm interested in. I'm not going to talk about if some band I don't like in the scene is doing a headline tour. They're bringing three bands I don't like with them. I'm not going to talk about it on the podcast. I don't. You don't need. I think when you put negative energy out in the world, you're just creating more 
opportunity for negative energy to come and it just it's just going to keep it's a it's an avalanche yeah it's just or it's just going to keep going like snowballing it's going to snowball and it's a disaster and i think i think the any everyone could use more positivity and considerably less negativity in their life and certainly this scene is is part of that. I definitely think more support support people doing good stuff. And if they're if it's people are doing stuff you don't like, you don't have to support them. Nobody asked you to. So that's all I'd kind of ask of people: is be more supportive and, and put that bring again bring that into the rest of your life. If you're sitting there on Twitter complaining about your sports team, and all you're doing is putting negativity out in that i'd say dial it dial it back if you know your friend is this like and there's there's also a line between being negative and giving feedback uh or what i guess criticism Given like good like criticism, giving like some feedback. Um, there's a word I'm looking for. I'm not going to come up with it, but there's a very constructive criticism, constructive criticism, and being negative. Shooting someone saying, "Oh, you're never going to do it. You know what you're doing. You're an idiot. You're dumb. You suck." That that's just negativity. But saying, "Hey, hey, I did notice you're doing this." Uh, and you've actually done this with your record. It wasn't great. Seemed maybe a little lazy. Just wanted to get, like, give you some notes uh, as someone who's this and this and this, and an expert in the field. And and I've gone through some like this. That that's one thing. And and to be very, hey, I like what you're doing here. Uh, it's it's that mod, if you don't have anything nice to say, don't say it at all. That is just completely gone out the window. So it's very frustrating, and I definitely. Something that's been on my mind. I wanted to get it out. I've sort of done a couple Twitter rants about it. Certainly in this, uh, when it relates to the scene, but just in general, more positivity. Uh, and I, I didn't want to get political, but I, I think a lot of it comes. I think the election of Donald Trump has kind of brought this really bad negative vibe out of a lot of people. And of course, let's not kid ourselves here. The pop punk and emo and rock community absolutely hate Donald Trump. Almost, I mean, across the board. I mean, it is almost completely across the board, and and that's fair. I say it's fair. Of course, it's fair. He's he's not qualified. He's this. He's that. Of course, I'm not arguing. I would never argue that. Didn't vote for the guy. Won't vote for him in 2020. Wouldn't vote for him in any circumstance. Any circumstance would not vote for him. But what I, but I don't try not to think about him too much, unless it's pertinent. If he's doing something destructive for the country, I have you know you've you've got to step in and say, hey, you're mucking it up. You're this. You're that. But when he's on a tweet storm about how SNL sucked, or he's Doing a bunch, all this, this personal stuff that's just not pertinent. I think when when you 
when you reach out to that negative and you put that negative energy into these unnecessary things, what a waste, right? What a huge, huge waste. Don't do it. Focus on the stuff he's doing wrong that's actually going to impact lives, not that just doesn't matter. And I, Again, same goes for everything else. And I... I definitely think that's had a lot to do with some stuff, but there's, you know, there's there was keyboard warriors before Don, before Don hit office. There were people on Twitter complaining about other stuff, so it's always been there. But he's definitely sort of extrapolated it. So that's about as political as I want to get on this podcast. Not a very political guy. Not too much, and I, I really don't. Again, because it's almost exclusively negativity, I'm trying to stay positive here. If you catch me slipping up and I'm being negative, call me out. I'm okay with that. I just did a 25-minute podcast about how I hate negativity, so which is kind of being negative on negative, and I get that, but you guys know what I mean. So Positive vibes from here on out, folks. Let's say one good thing about somebody today. Well, shall we? Oh, what can I say good about something? Um, you know, I don't have much. Never mind. I, I'm going to save because there's some songs I've been enjoying lately. And I'm going to talk about it on Tuesday. I can come up with something really good. Oh, Bearings. I'm not going to talk about Bearings probably anytime soon. Blue in the Dark, killer album. I was banging that one this morning on my run. It was fantastic. We'll talk about running and music certainly down the line on one of these Friday episodes. Very excited to talk about that. But Bearings, Blue in the Dark, killer album, aforementioned, favorite song on it, positive vibes hitting hitting the streets. If you like pop punk, even a little bit. Please listen to that album. So good. Good rock man from Canada. I believe Toronto, but I'm not certain, but I know they're Canadian. So anyway, again, social media, young at heart pod everywhere. We're getting on the apps right now as I'm recording this. I'm just on Spotify. I I messed up and I, I should know this. I had another podcast. I should have known it would take a couple days to get into iTunes. I kind of forgot about that. That takes some time. I should have just posted a couple episodes that were just sitting there waiting for when I released the podcast. But then I went ahead and published the episode. And then I had to wait till I published the episode to get on iTunes. And I got to wait a day or two to be accepted into iTunes, which is, again, that will get me into a bunch of other apps, which will be very helpful. But for now, Spotify was super easy to get into. So... Obviously, you're probably listening on Spotify, but if this isn't your natural podcast listening app, which it's not mine, I'm working on it, folks. Don't stress. We'll get there. Very excited for this podcast and what is to come of it. This has been episode two, Young at Heart podcast, and we're going to check in with you guys again on Tuesday. <laughs>